your guarantee. Dude, this is yeah, this is the night. This so, is yeah, the season. We, we are got- recording right before the Thursday night game for the Bills in New England. Jay, the Patriots. We got robbed. Absolutely, absolutely robbed in Minnesota. Should have walked away with a W. I don't understand in what universe. And I watched it again. Went to happy hour with some coworkers. And guess what was on NFL Network? Right on the fucking TV. That game. Third quarter. Literally three minutes. I'm like, motherfucker, this is the this is the play. This is the play. I was there. And you know what? He has possession, mm-hmm. crosses the plane, and then gets taken down. Ball, you can say it touches the ground, whatever. His hand is under it, and there's turf. So it compresses his hand. Yeah. He rolls. I've watched clips of Travis Kelsey doing the same thing. But when he rolls, the ball goes flying, and they called it a touchdown. But, you know, the NFL wants the Chiefs to win, and Goodell hates the Patriots. Whatever. If that's not a touchdown. <laughs> like, oh, my like, goodness. Uh, this, is, this is worse than – this is as bad as Dez caught it. This is that, Like, that's that bad. Because you have possessed – you crossed the ball. And in 2018, they got rid of the rule where it says you have to survive the ground. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand. Like, and, and Tony Dungy can kiss my ass. He's I've never oh met a man God. so broken brain by one franchise. He clearly thinks that if it wasn't for Tom Brady and the Patriots, he would have like eight Super Bowl rings. <laughs> like he, he, he thinks could, it was his era. Yeah, like like yeah, this this is the reason. Ah, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe you just weren't that great of a fucking coach. Maybe Peyton carried your ass. Maybe you I mean, should take it. Maybe you should maybe you should take a seat. Dungy. He did. NBC chair. That's why he's there. <laughs> yeah. But well, to your counterpoint, come on, bro. Kirk Cousins had a great fucking game coming also, off you that shitty hit loss. Adam Thielen in the back. Oh. In the back. Going for a bad pass. You know what? You don't want it? Don't go for the ball. Problem <laughs> solved. You won't get hit if you don't go for the ball. You reach for a bad ball, you deserve to get hit. Put that I mean, on Kirk. Charge it to the game. When Kirk's wearing that, Kirk can apologize to you, shirtless, wearing a grill and a bunch of stolen chains. How's that sound? <laughs> he can pay your chiropractor you, bill by mortgaging one of his chains. Are you, are you mad that Thielen had the best game of the year against the Patriots right in front of you? I don't think that was a very good game by him. Nine he's catches, very, 61 very, yards, and a touchdown. Very lucky. Thielen was just catching the ball over the place for you. Yeah, so you can see him live and, and a touchdown two, right in front of you. And two of them were even uh, past the line of scrimmage, so that's cool. I mean, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> but the Vikings rolling Luckiest after team in the league, 
And that's coming from somebody talking to a Chiefs fan. I don't understand where we get lucky. We're good. I don't understand why you think we're not the best team in the goddamn league right now. The Chiefs are absolutely oh they're ten and thing. one. Uh, nine and two, nine and two. Same record um, as the Vikings. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Patrick Mahomes in October or November just absolutely lights out, and we destroyed the Chiefs or uh, Rams team that was disgusting. You know, we covered the so spread rough. ever so, so light. Ever so lightly, we covered the spread, but we got it done. That was a I'm... disgusting game. And the Rams are just fully on tank mode, which is hilarious. Who's got the Rams' first overall pick this year? Or first-round pick? Detroit? Detroit, yep. Yeah, Detroit Detroit is going to be so good next year. <laughs> They're going to have, like, five and nine. <laughs> Two top like, ten picks. <laughs> like, honestly, I if they just started tanking, I wouldn't be surprised. I would tell – yeah, I mean, if they're if they don't rip off like two or three wins in a row, they're pretty hot right now, and you want to build some confidence. But bro, if you could have two top fifteen picks, and that Rams pick might end up being like a top seven pick. Yeah, they're not gonna win another game. Aaron Donald's out with an ankle. Like you're, t- I mean, hundred percent. If they're in contention, he plays through that. Well, of course. Cooper but... Cup done for the year. For sure. 100%. But, like, yeah, Detroit Detroit is in a great position to grab those two picks, pull a 49ers, get top three, and get the quarterback you want. Legit. Legit, go get the quarterback you want. Bro, Jared Goff is not playing bad, though. I mean, but he's not I mean, the quarterback the, of the future, though. Yeah, but you know what? The quarterback of the future might be fucking Arch Manning. I mean, yeah, we, for again, that team. I don't, but... I don't think he's played anybody like arch manning i I think he very well could just be like an absolute bust but bro you don't have like the vikings are pretty good the packers are pretty good the bears are gonna be pretty good like if the detroit lions want to like they've got another two years before they have to worry about their window just straight up i mean i think dan campbell after this year, he will be on the hot seat if Bro, he doesn't get a quarterback. Go get Bryce Young. Bryce Young in this offense. Come on, man. With Jamison, that's or Jamison Williams, that's going to be healthy next year, fully ready to go. You have Amon Ross St. Brown. And then you have two running backs that I feel like you should probably give up on Swift and keep Williams and a rookie running back. And that offense is pretty set, looking good. And then you can just the rest of the draft go get defensive guys. Go get I offensive leg- line pieces. I legitimately think that Jared Goff is playing so well that you can wait to the second or third round and see if somebody drops. Mm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know right now if you use that Rams pick on a quarterback, or I don't, and I don't think you trade up. I think right now you have enough holes. Like you could get another offensive lineman. You could go, like, we don't know what Jamison Williams is going to look like. You could go get someone else. You yeah. go replace TJ Hawkinson with uh, that Michael Mayer kid from Notre Dame, who's going to be really good. Yeah. And I mean, you're rebuilding your defense too. You've got a really strong piece. You've got a really strong secondary. Like, sky's the limit. You could pick some stud D tackle out of Georgia. Yeah. Like, you can do a lot of stuff and you might be able to get, like, if you look at the top teams in this draft, 
I don't know that all of them are going to be getting quarterbacks. You you think Carolina potentially, yeah. but they just drafted one last year. That's true. Houston? <laughs> no. Houston's going to get a quarterback. There, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming out, and there's a lot of teams that are going to get quarterbacks. Just even if they have a good quarterback right now, they're going to put a quarterback behind them and see how the future goes because the future is a mobile quarterback with a strong arm that could be accurate and get it done. There's a lot of quarterbacks that don't have that. So – they're going to be drafting guys, and they're going to be a lot of quarterbacks that drop for sure. But I'm pretty sure that the teams that need a guy right now are going to go get a guy. But as as of right now, Houston is number one. Chicago's number two. They're not going for one. Seattle's mm. number three. They're going to. They go might for not one. go for one right they're now. They're going Detroit. for one. Come on. Geno Smith might be a Pro Bowler. Jay. Come on now. They're going to get a quarterback. They got Next. Drew Locke. Drew Locke's also a starter. He's a, a potential Pro Bowler, according to Pete Carroll. And guess what? The way the Seahawks are playing, I can't say Pete Carroll's lying. I, I'm telling you right now, Pete Carroll's lying if he says he's going to go into this draft without a, without looking at quarterbacks. Detroit's he's going to get a quarterback. Detroit's at number four. They might not get one from the Rams. They're, and then Carolina's number five. Five quarterbacks right off the board, oh. except for and Chicago. Then, and then Philly's got pick six. Arizona's got seven. So Arizona's not going for a quarterback. They paid Kyler oh. too much. Green Bay's got pick eight. They're going to go for a quarterback. They've got Aaron, Jer- or uh, what, Jordan Love. And they've got Aaron Rodgers who may uh, signed like a four-year deal. Why would they go quarterback at eight? You want to piss off Aaron Rodgers again and have him tank another six games to start the season just to make a point? He can give a fuck. He'll burn <laughs> that place to the ground. Aaron Rodgers does not give a cent. Sa- once he retires, outside of maybe to come back to retire his jersey or be in whatever the ring of honor bullshit, Aaron Rodgers will not step foot in the state of Wisconsin. I could almost guarantee it. Oh, yeah. He'll go back to finalize selling his houses and shit. <laughs> and then you've got Raiders at nine. Quarterback. Derek Carr is making a ton of money. Uh, $34.8 million salary cap. Who's going to take that for Derek Carr? You the got Packers. the Jagu- Jaguars at 10, <laughs> and then you're back to Houston. Houston might go not quarterback at one and go quarterback at 11, because then you got the Steelers, and right now you got the Lions at 13. And that's where it gets interesting, because then you have the Lions, you have the Colts, who potentially could take a quarterback, and then you've got you got to figure out Atlanta. You sticking with Desmond Ritter? Seattle at 16. And then – Man, you're into the second round. The only other team that needs a quarterback are Washington and Denver. Denver's not going to pick a quarterback. Giants aren't going to pick a quarterback first round. Yeah. Giants, I see Giants getting a quarterback to replace Daniel Jones. I see the Vikings letting a quarterback slip to them, not move up or go get a quarterback. They're just going to let a quarterback come to them. The Colts, I see the Colts possibly going to number two to go get the Bears pick so the Bears can get picks later. The Colts can get the quarterback of their dreams. Yeah, that's what the NFL draft looks like right now with all these quarterbacks coming out. And, I mean, right now I feel like Spencer Rattler should probably come out and he'll probably start somewhere because he looks great. (laughs) Spencer Rattler is up. I was so high. When was I was high on him in the beginning of this year? Or last year. I was really high on him, and then they benched him, and that shit was I mean, kind of sad. Yeah, Oklahoma. When everybody yeah. was high on him, because the previous three Oklahoma quarterbacks had just won the Heisman. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. 
And they're like, oh, Spencer Rattler going to make it number four. And then he just sucked. And Lincoln Riley's like, yeah, I'd rather just fucking be anywhere else. Yeah. That's Caleb, exactly like, like he was a sophomore. And they're like, Caleb Williams, freshman. Yeah, let's just play him. Yeah, pretty much, man, because fuck. But yeah, Spencer Rattler being two top ten teams, though. I mean, if anything, he has put some nice, nice wins under his belt. Cigar in the locker room type shit. Little, little much, little much. He's not Joe Burrow. All. That's a little much, but little much. That's eat a W a little much. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Like, I'll give you that. that somebody needs to slap that out of his hand and be like, "Bro, we're not even bowl eligible." <laughs> I mean, fuck. They ended the year off with a bang, though. I mean, they played good teams and then put them in a shitty spot now the you the playoff world is completely in shambles because tco has to be in it and it's going to be annoying and now he's going to transfer to nebraska there you go fuck it see what happens there the bracket for the playoffs is very annoying because tcu has to be in it even if they take a loss they'll still have to be in it and it doesn't make sense at all because Right now, it is what right now is what it is Michigan, Georgia, TCU, and USC, USC in the, in the mix right now. I'm not praying, order, but yeah, not in that order, but that right there seems so awful. It does because TCU is going to get mopped out by whoever the fuck it is. Georgia, USC, right now, it'd be Georgia, and it'd be USC plays Michigan. No, it shouldn't be that way. I think TCU and Michigan should play because they're both undefeated, and the one that's with the loss has to go against uh, Georgia. Technically, it's Michigan's a two seed, USC is a three seed. TCU's at four. Yeah, what undefeated is four? Division matters, man. They're apparently the Pac-12 is worse than the Mountain West. <laughs> yeah, TCU needs to take a loss and get it out of here. Because Ohio State needs to come in, and that will make things a lot better. Ohio State versus USC, Michigan versus Georgia. I think Michigan might have a legit shot at being able to still do what they want to do on the ground against Georgia, even with that defense being that good. Well, this is a... uh... This is a very interesting topic right now because a lot of people are saying... Uh, I mean, I don't see it happening, but hypothetically, Michigan's, Michigan is playing Purdue, I think, in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. Which, like, how much better would it be if they just got rid of the divisions, which I think they're going to do. They're either going to get rid of the divisions or if they can get enough teams, enough schools, get the Big Ten into four, five-team divisions. Mm-hmm. But – how sick would it be if the Big Ten championship was a rematch of Big Ten Ohio or Michigan Ohio State? It'd be the best thing ever. Like the issue that one of the reasons I think this that isn't going to happen though is straight up if hypothetically like if TCU loses in the conference championship yep. or if USC loses in the conference championship, I don't I think they're out of the playoff. Yep, absolutely. Which a lot of people are saying you should basically have a free loss in the conference championship if you if you want to, hypothetic. Or if you like if USC loses, that shouldn't 
affect their chances because otherwise teams should just opt out of the championship game. Yeah, absolutely. Michigan could should decline. Hey, we're eleven and all. We'll take the college football playoff instead. Yeah, absolutely. That makes the most sense. But more, this is the best thing coming out of NCAA football right now. It's approved. Going into 2024 and 25, we're going to have a 12-team playoff system. Jay, entertain the masses here. Let's go through, right now, top 12, bracket form. Who do you think wins the whole thing? Do you think? All right. Georgia versus Utah in the first round. That's honestly, I think, a better game than Georgia TCU. Yes, I feel the same way. Hundred percent. I think I think Georgia's just way too good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think what would you put that line at right now? Like money, just money line, or you can money. give me the points. I don't care. I think point wise, I think it's Georgia minus ten. Yeah, I would say probably like ten and a half. Yeah. I was gonna my my gut said twelve and a half, but I think that line would move. I think enough people would take Utah like plus two eighty five. Mm-hmm. That I think it would move. Have they? And I don't think we haven't obviously gotten the odds yet for Georgia TCU because that hasn't been fully announced. But not yet. Nope. Yeah, dude. I uh, I would take Georgia, but I would definitely be very intrigued by that first half at the very least absolutely next matchup michigan versus lsu i think michigan yeah i think michigan but it'd be very interesting because that passing offense for lsu is very very nice and to get the big boys from michigan to go left and right sometimes it does get a little sketchy sometimes when they have to go against a fast-paced passing team just straight up Mm-hmm. I think I would just before you even finish this, yeah. I would put a large future on Alabama at like plus four fifty. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because Nick Saban all pissed off. <laughs> there is no doubt that people the money line would absolutely be still on Michigan or on Alabama to find a way to get to the championship and win it all. Uh, next one, TCU versus Clemson. Now this is where it gets intriguing. Because I feel like Clemson can go in and beat TCU. Yeah. Like I, I mean, that's feel like I'd give it to TCU just because. But yeah, that now we're getting into the exact the question. Honestly, better question than this is like how many top fifteen teams do you think could beat TCU? That they just didn't didn't play, you know? Like probably ten out of the fifteen. Legit. All right, and the next matchup would be USC versus Washington would be a great matchup to see right away. They're both on Pac-10 or Pac-12. So matchup, see who's the best coming out, keep going in the bracket. After that, Oklahoma State or Ohio State versus Penn State. Penn State considered top 12? Yeah, Penn State's ranked eight right I now. Guess, I guess they were pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you you got to give it to depending on where it is in Ohio State. I think that's that's a beat down by Ohio State. I just don't yep. think Penn State has the horses. They mm. would have to try to do what Michigan did, and I don't think they have the horses to do it. Right. No, I got you. And then the last matchup would be Bama versus Tennessee. 
I, I mean, <laughs> I don't think they like they shouldn't have beat Bama the first time. That was a right. hold. Mm. I, I think I think Nick Saban Saban goes in and just beats them the hell down. Like I I Beautiful. would bet alternate spread line on that all day. <laughs> that would be the perfect ranked first round for the playoffs ever because it would be Bama got in a shitty spot, lost to Tennessee, took a bad loss, but now they're in the playoffs and they can right their wrongs. Putting Tennessee against them right away in the playoffs would be perfect. It's like, all right, let's see if Tennessee is actually good enough to beat Bama. And again, Bama does. Like, I know people hate to hear it because people, I think, are a little bit sick of Bama. But straight up, I mean, they lost a bat in what I think was a bad call in overtime. Mm-hmm. to Tennessee and they lost on a last second field goal to uh or to LSU and then they lose to a last second field goal to Tennessee like literally what two seconds separate Bama from being 12 and 0 and being 10 and 2 yeah absolutely but that right there is what we're going to be expecting to talk about in the next couple of years. Breaking down the first round of the NCAA playoffs, it'd be fantastic. So we know the draft order and stuff, mm-hmm. but there's one team that you didn't mention for the draft order and if they should be getting a quarterback. Because if you ask certain people in this organization, maybe you shouldn't even be playing with the quarterback you have there. Jay, your Tampa Bay Bucks team is atrocious. It is really bad, and now there's coaching issues. There is stuff spilling out of the damn locker room and all this other shit on with Bulls and Tom. I mean, and dude, you lost to the Browns in OT. Bro, they're, they're literally bad because of coaching. I don't really know. And that's the thing that, for much me, of anything else. that's what I thought the whole problem. I thought the problem, we thought the problem was <clears throat> not having Julio Jones. Not having Kyle Rudolph because you signed him, you know Tom being a little nicked up, the the divorce, the off field distractions. It's not that. Now we're finally getting our true answer, and it's coaching, a problem we didn't think it was because we thought you know you're not moving too many pieces around. You're just getting Arians out the way, and that's what you thought the problem was last year when you lost to the Rams. Jay, can you fix this personally or with coaching? <laughs> <laughs> can the Bucks fix this? <laughs> I mean, yes, because they have the talent and they have a terrible division. But last week, when just when you think they're really turning a corner with Seattle, yeah. awful. They they they're maybe just like I think it's it's twofold. One, the injuries they've had are at the worst position: offensive line, offensive line, wide receiver defensive back like i don't know a position group other than tom i don't know a position group that's been healthy for 16 games no like you were missing akeem hicks for a while that sucked and made vita vea like worthless Mm -hmm. for a while um there were like three games where devin white just decided he didn't want to play football anymore maybe he was banged up i don't know like you had five separate defensive backs missed games this year and they all missed at least one drive last week. Yeah. It's not bad. great. 
Brate, not great. Cameron Brate missed three games and now just seems off. Uh, Leonard Fournette is missing games, which I think is actually possibly an improvement because I think he's he started to think that he was irreplaceable, and he's certainly not. Uh, and then you have your wide receiver group where Chris Godwin, whatever he was doing, he wasn't 100%. He's nope. looking much better now, and they fucking need it. But, like, Mike Evans just got deed the fuck up by a rookie last week. Two for 11. Yeah. Doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. And, again, it's like, are you hurt? Are you injured? Like, what's going on? Julio Jones starting to look good. But, I mean, this is a team that needs to be three deep. And when they weren't three deep, when Julio wasn't around, nobody was stepping up. All of those things can be fixed. Yep. In New England, not a problem. Tom did it for years. Like, Bill Belichick will just get some dude from Detroit who will end up being a pro bowler. He'll sign him for three years, $8 million, and he's going to make the pro bowl twice as a middle linebacker. Like, they just – figure it out and they have the coaching to deal with it not this year obviously because matt patricia uh through multiple sources is making mac jones job way harder who's your oc I think matt, patricia. matt patricia joe judge i'm gonna check this shit <laughs> uh, there's nobody listed but <laughs> who's calling the place i think it's matt patricia anyway like all of that can be taken care of with good coaching that they just mm. don't have. Like again, Todd Bowles lets 50 seconds go off the clock and doesn't call a timeout. And then they throw a 28 yard ball. You get one more play. You get points. You win the game. Mm-hmm. Bad time management. Something that been a common issue this year for a lot of teams. Yeah. It's like, again, I don't know what happens, but, they can run the ball in the first half and they have two drives that are just vintage Tom Brady drives. And then they throw the, they run the ball three times for zero yards and punt. I don't know. I don't know. And it's, it's still just bad drops. It still just doesn't Mm -hmm. look like everybody's on the same page. Uh, Mike Evans just falls down twice. Uh, Like again, When you have the, the the way the Bucks win is when Tom Brady has Mike Evans one on one and throws him four balls, all of which are catchable. He needs to come down with them, especially going against a rookie. If you get four 50-50 balls and you're Mike Evans, you should come down with at least fifty percent of them. That seems fair. You're right. First first receiver to ever to have ten thousand yards in his first nine years, some shit like that. Like, yeah, Mike, you're not you're not a you're not a scrub. You're a good player. You need to play like a good player, and that's I mean, again, that's what's holding this team back. And when you look at coaching, the play calling's not great. They again, you have the thirty thirtieth best rushing attack, tenth best passing attack. And your rush to pass ratio is awful. It's like 60 40 run the ball. Mm-hmm. Like you, you either need to figure it out and get your rushing attack better, or you need to just spread it out and go five wide and pray. Yeah. So, I mean, the coaching's not great. Todd Bowles, like his defense hasn't been getting pressure on the quarterback. And that's something that you need because Tom needs to be on the field. 
But like your defense needed to be your keystone to be a successful team this year. And Tom and the offense can kind of do their thing. You don't need Tom and the offense to always put up 28, 35 points. This defense should be shutting shit down. It's also it's a discipline issue. I sent you a video mm-hmm. and it was a, a compilation of uh, first downs negated by penalties. And it was only crucial first down. So like tie games or bucks losing by three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Time expiring. It was like six minutes long. For like <laughs> for like 12 plays. Like you can't do that. Like Tom in Cleveland, there were two plays. Like he's scrambling out of the pocket, pitches the ball forward for a massive first down that could have helped ice the game. And there was a pointless holding penalty on miles Garrett, who wasn't going to get there anyways. And it's a 10 yard penalty. They run the ball. They don't get the first down and you punt, give Cleveland the ball back. They tie it up. We go to overtime. Yeah. Just bad football, completely bad football from the bucks. And they, yeah, like you said, they're getting fucking saved because they're in a bad division where they're probably still leading the division at like five and seven. They are. They're yeah, currently five. the four seed in the playoffs. Five and seven in the fourth seed. And Crazy. they literally, if they could beat Atlanta at home and they can beat New Orleans at home, I think they've locked up the division at seven and seven. Insane. And still would be considered a dangerous team in the playoffs because Tom in the playoffs is something else. So this Bucks team, a lot of issues, and it's coaching, and now we see that, and they only have a couple weeks to get it figured out. And that just goes say that Tom should just take over on the offense, and that's it. Give him timeouts, give him the playbook, let him run the practices. Let him do his thing. I mean, (laughs) at this point, you are not doing a very good job of making it so that Tom doesn't answer the phone this offseason if San Francisco says, hey, we don't want to pay Jimmy G, but we'll pay you slightly less and uh, you can play in your hometown now that you're divorced with your family five minutes up the road in California. Um, Tom will do it for the league minimum and they'll sit Trey Lance and Trey Lance will have to learn from that and that's it <laughs> you spent a lot of money on Trey we get it but Tom will come for league minimum <laughs> just to play at home on this offense Kyle Shanahan will look like a genius Yeah, for the first time in his career insane insane <laughs> alright Let's move on to the rest of the league. Let's start off with the road to seven. Here we go. Let's keep this train rolling, and let's do it in historic fashion, Jay. They beat the Ravens on a last drive, a game-winning drive from Trevor Lawrence. Do you know that in the history of the Jacks, before this game, they were 0 and 175 in the fourth quarter down in a game. Trevor Lawrence is the is a god. 
He's a god. He's a god. He is changing franchises, histories, and doing it so amazingly. The Jags are in a position to win seven games this year, ladies and gentlemen. I was on the train last year with Urban. I thought it was going to be good. Regrets, you know, but we're back. We're back and the regrets, <laughs> but we're back and the they look good. They look real good. Beating the Ravens is, but the biggest question out of this game, Jay, is Lamar playing out of his contract? Because Lamar did not look good this game, bro. Especially uh, in the second half, he's uh he's definitely playing out of the contract he wants. Uh, yeah. I, I I mean he's. He's not playing amazing, and he's not playing amazing in, like, the ways that everybody says he struggles to play amazing in. Exactly. And I don't know that you're going to be able to keep everybody and add a number one receiver with, first off, Lamar making that kind of money. Exactly. Like, I, I think that's – it's a fair offer by the Ravens right now. Cause they're basically saying, listen, you have flaws and to fix those flaws, we're going to need you to take less money so we can get you help. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, I mean, you're going to really find out what Lamar is about. Cause I mean, if you know anything, it's that Jim Harbaugh, if Lamar doesn't work out, he will find somebody who will work out. Yeah. You also, I mean, you also have to understand that they lost their offensive coordinator from Lamar's first couple years. And that's a big difference. And it shows because, I mean, everybody basically saw, like, you need to run a very specific offense for him to be successful. Mm -hmm. And, again, not saying he can't be good. But for him to be an elite MVP style quarterback, you need to run a certain type of offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Cam Newton couldn't do it forever. Like eventually you got to learn to sit in the pocket, pick people apart, do other things. And they he hasn't done it yet. Not saying he can't do it, but if I was throwing to those receivers, it would be a lot harder for me to start. 100%. It's going to be tough. I am jacked, though, that we don't have to hear, see more fucking stupid, dumb Justin Tucker on the plane trash-talking people. <laughs> uh, like, I, I get it. He's the maybe the best kicker of all time, but he's still a kicker, bro. I mean, he had a chance to win it at the end of the game and couldn't put it in, so. Which I feel like was very weird. I don't know if you've seen the kick, but he took, like, an extra three steps. And was still like two yards short. Yeah. Why? Why change it up? Like stay the same because you've you've hit from sixty six, sixty seven before. Or was it sixty five? He's had a pretty long field goal. I don't understand why he did it any different this time. But the Ravens take another bad loss. The Bucks con- or the Bucks, the Jags continue to get to seven. We're gonna get there, Jay. The bet's gonna hit, and it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> Moving on, the systematic dysfunction continues for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, but this time the finger pointing has started. Kyler Murray loses to the Chargers. The Chargers would have comeback win. 
yeah, like you should have seen. I wish people could see Jay's face when I said comeback win for the Chargers because it's like, what is it real? Yes, yes, the Chargers came back and beat the Cardinals. And Kyler Murray coming back in this game after taking like two weeks off because he was hurt or he got he lost in the COD tournament, so now he could play. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals. Major, major issues happening over there. And that's not something that you would like to hear when you already paid your quarterback and you paid him big. Two questions for you coming out of this game. The Cardinals go into the bye week. Do they come out with a new coach? Or is Cliff Kingsbury going to finish the year off and then be done and be the hottest name coach next year behind Sean Payton? Hottest name coach? I think Cliff Kingsbury, everyone's seeing how awful it is with the roster that, I mean, Kyler Murray, this whole thing with Kyler Murray is ridiculous. Like, they just don't gel. And that's just an issue that you could see. So I feel like Cliff Kingsbury would definitely be able to go somewhere and get a head coaching job right away. Dude, he drafted him. I you know. Josh that's... Rosen. Like, I, again, it's Josh Rosen, whatever. You have, like, all you drafts the first round pick and then you just get rid of him. Like, he picked Kyler Murray. So it's on him. Like, if he wants to go somewhere and, like, team up with Baker Mayfield again. That's all good for him. I think Cliff Kingsbury ends up probably best case scenario taking over for Bill O'Brien in uh, Alabama Alabama, when (laughs) Bill O'Brien gets called up to like be the new Bucks OC or be like go back to New England because this shit ain't working. (laughs) Like that, that's the only thing I can think of is. Like, maybe he ends up at Bama. Like, I'm honestly surprised he didn't, like, interview for the fucking Auburn job. <laughs> like, Just... he can't he can't think this is going well. And legitimately, I think, based on Kyler's contract, his reaction to, like, Cliff Kingsbury on a regular basis and this Patrick Peterson, where there's smoke, there's fire, dude. I think Kyler... Uh, Kyler Murray might just be a fucking dickhead. Uh, yeah. Like but... he he might be like one of those Brett Favre types where like he's like, yeah, I didn't know the playbook. They need to give him that Jamarcus blank DVD of film and be like, hey, what'd you think? <laughs> Put a hundred dollar bill in the back. Check the yeah. book at the end. <laughs> no. They got to figure it out, and I think that they're definitely going to let go Cliff, and I feel like he'll get an NFL job somewhere. I do. But this Cardinals team needs some issues or has some issues, and they could get it fixed with a big-name coach. They need a coach with a big name that Kyler has no no fucking choice but to respect him and to do things his way that includes cutting shit off. I mean, they said the two options right now that Sean Payton is looking at is Arizona and uh, L.A. Chargers. I mean, he would flip both of them around tomorrow. I think he's smart enough, though, after everything that's gone on. I think he's going to take a nice little long sit down with Kyler Murray. Before he signs anything. Oh, 100%. So these uh, these uh, 
games that you play on video. What what is all this? Like, explain this to me. <laughs> but let's talk about the Chargers. Chargers do come back and win this game against the Arizona Cardinals. It looked good. A healthy Charger team. Are they a worry in the AFC? I still think their coaching is terrible. Uh, and a worry to like make the playoffs and like, yeah, to get out of the first round. I don't. It's like same old Chargers. That franchise is cursed. And until they get around it, I don't. I don't see it, man. They have all the talent in the world, and they just underperform every year. It is about time for them to start pushing the Chiefs on a more consistent basis. And, yeah, they cover the spread, but at no point when I'm watching the Chargers Chiefs am I really worried about them winning the game. That's true. That is true. Like, Chiefs' money line against the Chargers is one of the safer bets in football. It's like betting the Patriots spread against the Jets. <laughs> Just easy money. Yeah, they're going to cover. All right. So do you, moving on to the next game, we'll finish with this one. Well, we have one more after this one. But Eagles are in control for most of this game against the Packers. Jalen Hurts, 150 rushing, ground, uh, rushing yards. Jalen Hurts looks like the Phillies quarterback for the next 15 years, right? Is the quarterback question over finally in Philadelphia? Because they go out and beat this Packers team, which it looked kind of sketchy. It did. Even when Jordan Love came in the game, it still seemed like the Eagles were reeling. And I think that this team might be reeling and it might be Jalen Hurts' deal. Because they won that game off of him running the ball and being able to be mobile like he's done most of this year. But the passing was definitely off. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna find out real quick if this Eagles team can be a cold weather team. Yep. I don't know that AJ Brown has played that many games in really cold weather. I think just what I've seen of the Eagles, that's kind of been my main takeaway. Is AJ Brown does not look as good right now as he looked in the beginning of the season. That's true. Jalen Hurts' receivers are not helping him out the way they had been. So I mean, it could just be like I mean. It's fucking hard to go 15 and two. Mm-hmm. It's Definitely hard is. to win. And you're playing, I mean, they're not playing scrubs. Like the Packers are an underperforming, but still like dangerous team. They've got Definitely. good players. They do. They're playing the they're playing the Cowboys. They play the Commanders. They play like these are good teams that they play twice a year. Like the Cowboys are suddenly one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl somehow. That would be stupid and have a lot of money. But much. like <laughs> like they play really good teams. They play a tough schedule. So I mean, I think it, it just gets to be a long season. Is something bothering Jalen Hurts? Maybe, but I mean the criticism he's getting is criticism that Lamar isn't getting when I think he's still potentially the front runner for MVP in this league right now. Ooh. Hot take. Hot take when Mahomes playing the way he is right now. Hot w, take. They're 10 and 1, bro. If he finishes the season 16 and 1, Mahomes will still win it. Nah. Even if he takes another L. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. 
Four for five, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Jordan loves stat line against the Eagles. He looked decent. He looked decent. Do you shut down Aaron Rodgers with all his injuries right now and play Jordan Love and see what you got for the future? Because uh, you're I four mean, and eight. So, yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is an asshole and he's also making a lot of money in the future. So <laughs> I almost feel like you have to ask his permission at this point, <laughs> which is degrading and fucking stupid. I mean, bad for the floor. I mean, here's the thing. Like if Jordan Love goes and balls out, like you still can't move Aaron Rodgers. You'd have to trade him. Yep. So I I just, I don't know, man. I think you have to just keep playing him and pretend like you have no issue keeping him. And that way you get at least your maximum value out of getting trading him in the offseason. I guess that's your move. I think, if anything, you could try to move him to Seattle or 49ers next year. I don't uh, think Trey I've Lance heard, should be the guy next year. I've heard I've heard uh, Las Vegas, but th- that would be more of like a salary swap. It really doesn't work if you think Jordan Love is the guy. Right. Uh, I've heard Tampa to replace Tom Brady if Tom Brady decides to retire or go somewhere else there you go uh i have heard obviously like san francisco is the big rumor which man that would just be brutal if you trade for another quarterback with trey lance there that is just admitting like that's that's the end of his career like that is a all-time franchise changing worst draft pick ever Mm-hmm. But which if it gets you a bad, Super Bowl ring out of it, you're fucking golden, though. Which is it's honestly hilarious because, man, if Trey Lance was just drafted where he probably should have been, like fourth overall, and no one traded up for him, I mean, it's a completely different situation. Absolutely. You have your future. <laughs> yeah. I would like a three-team trade, though. That'd be nice. Packers get – Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to Vegas – uh, Raiders trade car to Washington and then Green Bay just get some first round picks. That'd be perfect. Perfect for everybody. But Washington's probably just going to draft a guy and not have to spend the money. But last little football before we get into a quick pickums, because I need Jay's picks on all this week's games because every single game this week seems like Seems like home dogs. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> kind of crazy. So we're going to get into that. But first, let's get into the man himself. He is back in the league. He will go up against the Houston Texans this week. Deshaun Watson, back for the Cleveland Browns. What do you think of his first game in Houston? He is... Favorite to win that game against Houston. And do the Cleveland have a good shot at making the playoffs now? I think it is very sad, very sad, very, very sad that his first game back, he is going against Kyle Allen. <laughs> but, hey, I mean, 
you have friggin' uh, Geno Smith leading his division. So what what the hell do I know? Right. Uh, <laughs> I I man, I just I googled Kyle Allen highlights, and I just I wanted to so badly to pick the Houston Texans money line. At home to just upset them. Deshaun just has a horrible game in front of all of his accusers. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that they paid paid for the box with his money. But I just I can't do it. I I mean, I I still think they're on the outside looking in. I think if they had the Bucks had managed to do what fucking needed to be done, it's season over for them. And you maybe think about like if Deshaun struggles putting Jacoby in and saying like get him next year Deshaun don't worry about it but yeah at this point he's he's getting older he's lost almost two years of his career so we'll yeah. uh, we'll see what happens Browns four and seven right now and the bottom of the playoffs is the Jets at seven and four so they need a lot of things to go right for them. And I don't think that they will jump the Patriots or the Chargers at six and five. So, no project for next year. Very interesting. It's going to be a project for next year. But, um, do you think he at least looks good in the next couple games? Do you think that even after this game here, he gets kind of in the rhythm and he'll be worth? He will look like he's worth his contract going into next year. You hope so, right? I mean. You fucking hope so, because he depends did, on how you look at it. But because he yeah. looked awful in the preseason. Oh, 100 percent. Looked he awful. Looked fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta put it together. And they need to put it together for with uh with Deshaun. Cause again, that's another one where it's uh it's a uh a similar situation to Trey Lance where like you gave up so much if he's not the guy you're the dumbest franchise in history Miles <laughs> Garrett is already officially getting pissed off with I mean he actually said the words we need to make sure we're not wasting our superstars primes Ah, that's a man who's pissed off of losing you damn right man Gonna be interesting in Cleveland for the next couple of years. See if Deshaun can be the man that he was in Houston. But Jay, let's get into pickums real quick. I need all your picks for this week. Let's get into it. First I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but I do have a couple games coming up this weekend mm-hmm. uh, that I have to run by you, Angel, because we're we're all about those road dogs. Oh, you damn and some right. Of them, and some of them, like Patriots, Bills, we'll see tonight. We've talked about that. Texans, Browns, we talked about that. There are a couple home dogs on my radar right now that are going to be part of my picks of the week. But before they are, I want your opinion here. Uh, you have the Chicago Bears at home plus 155 against Green Bay. Does Aaron Rodgers own the Bears this badly that if Justin Fields plays, which it sounds like he's potentially going to do? Fully participate at practice, so he should be good to go. Are you still taking Green Bay? Green Bay is minus 180. Wild. 
three-and-a-half-point favorites. Disrespect? The way that Fields has been playing on the ground and getting it done and the way Aaron Rodgers looks on this team, this is disrespect. I think that Chicago gets it done right here and beats Green Bay Packers with Aaron playing because I feel like Aaron is going to play even if he's hurt. And, yeah, I like the home dog. I like Chicago. Uh, the other one I have, um, again, talk about a couple, but the New York Giants, at one point the hottest team in the league, are plus 115, two-and-a-half-point home dogs against Taylor Heineke and the Washington Commanders. Disrespect. Full disrespect. I have no idea why this is happening. Taylor Heineke is not it. I understand that Chase Young is back and that defense has been playing pretty good, but come on now. Giants are the team that's above the commanders and the Giants will get it done. Easy money. Oh my. What's going on here? Is it Christmas yet? They're just giving out free money right now? Apparently. Apparently. Put <laughs> some in for me. I'm, I'm running a little low. Got you. <laughs> oh, man. But the rest of the games, give me your picks. Denver versus Ravens. Easy pick. You're going to go with the Ravens here, right? You have to. Denver's the worst team in the league. This is Denver is the worst team in the league. I don't know if this is Whoa, a good thing out. or a bad thing. I can't hear you. Can't hear me? Can't hear me at all? Yeah, I mean, Denver's the worst team in the league. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, uh, apparently only half the team showed up to Russell Wilson's birthday party. You have very good defensive <laughs> players getting in Russ's face. Uh, yeah. You have uh, certain people saying at this point, Russ has to be wishing he'd been more invested in the Seattle Seahawks locker room as opposed to his own celebrity. Ooh. Uh, man, it's all coming out for Russ. I mean, uh, Russ has gotten like a mega pass his entire career. It is very interesting to watch this all come full circle, but. I mean, man, when you build an offense around let Russ cook and you're two and eight, that's what happens. That's what happens. I don't I don't know what else to say about that, but yeah, I I will continue to bet against the Denver Broncos. There and you go. I will continue to not play Jerry Judy in my fantasy football league, which is unheard of. All right. Next game on the slate, you have the pick'em of the Jags and the Lions. Minus one ten for both, Jay. Lions, baby, hottest team in football. Should have <laughs> beat the Bills. We were there. People are saying, "Why? You, I can't believe you're taking the Bills." I'm not taking the, or I, I can't believe you're taking the Lions over the Bills. I'm not taking the Lions over the Bills. I am taking the Lions. Plus 350 over the Bills. And we were a field goal three inches inside from winning our bet. God damn it. Absolutely. Hey, we had I, I would make that bet again. The Lions are the one of the, if not the hottest team in the league. You give them to me at home minus 110. I am there. 
I am there. I need them to win back-to-back home wins in Ford Field for the first time in like 20 years. <laughs> Next game on the slate, you have the Minnesota Vikings off their very impressive win up against the Patriots. They have the Jets at home. Who you got? Uh, I have the Jets because, I mean, I don't think the Vikings get bailed out. I am very excited for Jetta's Sauce Gardner. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. This is I a am... very good defensive team where even the Patriots, like, you have to play them. You, I don't think you complete that many passes 20 yards down the field. You've got to play them short. Uh, I think they're going to give the Vikings issues, and I am – officially team Mike White. <laughs> there it is. Next game on the slate, another pick them for you, the Pittsburgh Steelers up against Atlanta Falcons. That's a tough one. Uh, I think I take Atlanta. I think Pittsburgh's got a little heat on them, but I am, I'm leaning Atlanta on this one. There you go. Um, Tennessee Titans up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Titans coming off a very, very interesting loss against the Bengals. They got they got just heartbroken at the end. They were they were gonna win that game, but Joe Burrow got it done at the end. Who you got? Philly Titans. I have Philly plus uh all of the Derrick Henry prop bets. <laughs> there you go. Uh, next game is an interesting one right here. The Miami Dolphins plus 165 up against the San Francisco 49ers. Game, second game of the week. I think this is the second best game of this slate. What do you think? Who comes out to win? That's a tough one, man. I don't even know. I'm, I'm still working my way through that one. Who do you have? I have I have the Dolphins winning this one. I think the Dolphins going back to uh, the 49ers, Mike McDaniels going up against his old team again, it's going to be Tua throwing the ball all over the place and Jimmy just not being able to keep up. I, uh, I think I would take Miami plus 165. I like Miami plus four. Uh, for me to be fully confident in San Francisco – I need multiple consistent games out of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Because he has not done much of anything since that first game where he had the rushing, receiving, passing. Well, I feel like with that was because Elijah Mitchell was back and they started to go 50-50 with splits. But now Mitchell's gone again. IR, out. Jesus. So I think Kishan McCaffrey is going to get back to that. Put him in your lineup because he's going to get you 20 points and put him in your bets because he's going to get at least 125 scrimmage yards. I would love to see it just not this week because I'm actually playing against him in a couple weeks. So. <laughs> uh, next game, Seattle Seahawks minus 330 against the Rams. Russ I mean, is not on this team. The Legion of Boom is not here. <laughs> But the Rams are com- completely just mailing it in, though. I mean, Aaron Donald is gone for the probably for the year. Yeah. Uh, I will be fading the Rams probably for the rest of the year. And do they have a single draft pick next year? 
Uh, like a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next game, Chargers off their win going against the Raiders that they just got their crazy win. 89-yard touchdown from Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs, 303 scrimmage yards. On his uh, fifth-year option. Ridiculous. Just gross. My, my man, it'll be interesting to see what Josh, what the market is for Josh Jacobs. Because nah. I think like teams have to look at like what Christian McCaffrey's getting paid mm-hmm. and what Saquon wants to get paid and be like, yeah, dude, we can't pay you that. No. And um, I, I think the only place that gets them the highest money would be the Raiders, though. So, I mean, probably the only place, yeah. Pretty much. Game of the week, big game, Kansas City Chiefs, AFC Championship rematch against the Bengals. Jamar Chase is back. That's what I wanted. Bring them back. This game is going to be electric. Who you got in this one? The Bengals plus 115. Almost oh. a pickup. Joe Burrow is the Patrick Mahomes slayer. I have the Bengals, man, especially if Jamar can play. All right. I got the Chiefs. I know that uh, he doesn't lose in November, December. Doesn't do it. So this is a revenge game. I know all these guys are going to come out with blood in their eyes. And everyone's pretty much back. I mean, everyone that was missing and nicked up, they all come back healthy. So I got the Chiefs in that one. And last game of the week, which is just gross. Oh, no, not too bad. Saints Bucks. Saints Bucks on Monday night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh if if the Bucks lose to Andy Dalton and the Saints at home, it is over. Over. Call call the season. Hey Tom, call call your agent. It's yeah, it's it's over. Uh, they they should just wrap it up because you are you are you struggle against the Saints and this is the worst Saints team that they've put out in a decade so you're telling me that this could be the worst week for Jay cuz he's watching both of his teams on primetime and they both take a L they're both out of the playoffs i mean i don't saying they're out of the playoffs i just <laughs> have no confidence in them winning a game once they get there. Oh my! And goodness. like I could also see them not making the playoffs. Like, if that makes sense, I just it's yeah, it could be a, it could be a rough week, but at the same time, like I'm looking at it from the perspective of like, hey man, the Patriots are playing a really good team, so the mm-hmm. Patriots lose to the Bills, they can still split and they're they'll be alive. Uh, I'm just straight up saying if the Buccaneers lose, they don't deserve to be alive. They they deserve to be eliminated. <laughs> no, nah, for sure. Those are the pickums of this week. It was a really good week. I had to talk about all these games because this is going to be – this is the nitty-gritty. This is the where teams need – these are desperate wins that teams need. So this is where we're at. But before we get into picks of the week, ladies and gentlemen – Talk about desperate wins. We got it. The World Cup USA is in the knockout stages. They 
found a way to tie against England. It was a crazy game. USA looked really, really good in that game. Then we beat the fucking Iranians. Fuck the Iranians, respectfully. But we got it done Saturday. We are here, 9 o'clock, going against Netherlands. It is going to be a crazy matchup. Can USA get it done? I think that there is a strong possibility that we play strong enough where we get into a penalty kick situation and find a way to steal it that way. Are there penalty kicks now? I believe, yeah. tie crap? No. They will go into extra time, and then at the end there will be penalty kicks because you got to get a winner. These are the knockout stages. That makes it at least interesting to me, but we'll see what happens. We're here. I guess I have to say go USC. I don't know. Not USC, USA. <laughs> but we've had some crazy, crazy things in this World Cup. A lot of teams that were super ranked are not even making it to the knockout stages. This World Cup is kind of wide open, kind of wide open. When I say kind of wide open, there's still Brazil and Portugal and the really, really good teams. But Belgium out, Germany out. Crazy, crazy to not see that coming out of the group stages, but here we are. And Japan being the complete, you have some money, put a couple units on Japan to win the World Cup. I, no idea. They're just that good. Coming out of nowhere. They are your long shot horse at Kentucky Derby. They are your put money on the Jets week one. They are your big money bet and yeah i threw a unit on japan and i threw a unit on usa because both kind of have the same odds so that's what i got but i have the rest of your picks right now time for picks of the week it's time for the moment you've been waiting for the money back guaranteed picks of the week Let's go. It's about kickoff time, baby. Oh, yeah. We are finally here Thursday night, just getting started. Patriots are in the Reds, dude. I got to I gotta watch the warm-ups. Let's go. <laughs> All right. For my picks of the week, I have just a couple of them. I have the Giants over the Commanders. I'm going to take those odds there. I'm going to take the Dolphins over 49ers plus 165. I'm going to go against the Vikings. I'm going to take the Jets at plus 130. And I'm taking the Chiefs spread because they're going to cover the spread against the Bengals. And you know I'm putting money on USA plus 110 against the Netherlands. Let's get this shit done. Uh, I'm taking, uh, I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals money line plus 115. Joe Burrow's got his number. They're at home. Uh, I think they match up much better than they did last year, and they just find a way to win. Joe Burrow's not scared of the Chiefs. I'm taking the Bears, plus 155, money line over the Packers. Disrespectful spread. Disrespectful spread for a team that's shown they haven't won anything. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit, minus 110. We talked about it. Hottest team in football, or one of the hottest teams in football. Taking the Bucks minus 4, minus 105. I'm going to follow you. I'm going to take the Jets, plus 130. 
I'm riding the Patriots tonight. I don't know if I'll get it in. The Patriots open at my plus five and a half. They're up down to plus four, baby. In the Reds, Mac played the best game of his season last week. Let's go. Also, sack up, baby. 50 cent lighting the beam for the Kings. <laughs> Kings super fans. You got me and you got Fitty. See us. See Many us. men. No, there's only two men. That's it. Yeah, both of us. You got to see us both. 51st, so Jake can live. We're averaging like five gunshot wounds between the two of us. So, see ya. Thank you for listening to Money Back Guaranteed. If you are not following us on our socials, please make sure you do. We are on IG at money underscore back underscore podcast. And we are on Twitter at money back pod. Find us on Twitter because Jay and 50 will get at you about the kinks. Next week might just be a kinks podcast. We'll see what happens. (laughs) No. We'll talk about Kings, but I don't know about the Kings. (laughs) Y'all have a great week. Money back guaranteed. MBG Nation. Let's ride. Oh, you messed. You completely messed up. MBG Nation. Stack up.